Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Brandon Marsh, the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Soriano Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. Hey, what is up? It is your boy Johnny Mags. Joined as always with Daniel Garcia. We're back for another edition of the All Angels Podcast, our little Sunday podcast on it. Kind of recap the week that uh since wednesday since we last recorded hasn't yeah. been a great week still isn't <laughs> yeah as we're recording right now sunday's game is happening it is sunday august 8th right now 8th or 9th what's the date it I don't is even know. the 9th august 9th so as we're recording it's actually the sixth, sixth inning. inning um angels are trailing six to three uh if you guys are watching this we'll get into it we'll, we'll get into actually we recorded on wednesday and um as we were recording on Wednesday, there was a game happening. So we'll get it. We'll start with that game. Um, it was Wednesday against the Mariners. Julio Teran makes his Angels debut. First time we see Julio Teran since spring training. Um, he went two and two thirds, gave up two hits, two and runs, two walks, two Ks. At the point where they took him out, um, it seemed like maybe he could have gone a little longer, but at least finished the inning. You right. liked him to like. I know he was on a pitch count, and I think that pitch count 60. was around sixty. But yeah, um, even the 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 hits because I think it was because he gave up a couple of hits during right. that inning. But all those were like soft contact. Nothing. No one that that whole game, and I'll give him credit, um, really made any kind of hard contact on him. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it was his season debut. Went two and two thirds, fifty two pitches, but. Um, yeah, I would like to see him get yeah. out of that inning and just kind of let the bullpen guy um, start a new fresh, new fresh inning. inning. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He was a little upset. You can tell uh, that he got pulled. I think he was waiting. Like, hey, man, I'm not at sixty yet. So, but anyway, let's kind of recap this. Stasi got the Angels going with a solo shot, but in the third inning, uh, with two outs, Seager hit a three run shot, giving the Mariners a three one lead. Um, eventually, the Mariners would take a 4-1 lead. And in the top of the sixth inning, the Angels would cut the lead to one with a uh, back-to-back home runs from Fletcher and Trout. It seems to be Trout just came back from paternity leave and decided to just start hitting home runs. Yeah, exactly. It's It's been one of the very few bright spots for the Angels season so far. Um, I would say um, him, Bundy, we'll get to him in a Bundy, second. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Stassi. Uh, those are probably the three, you know, even Fletcher to a point too. He's kind of, he was in the, like a little mini, probably like two, three game slump. And now it seems to be out of it. But right. um, like those four players, 
are been the high high points for the Angels so far, and 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 not a whole lot after that. Yeah, there hasn't been much to kind of be happy about. Um, so the Angels cut the lead to you know one, but in the bottom of the seventh, the Mariners would take a seven three lead. The Angels would again pull within one. Mike Trout does it again, a three run three run home run in the bottom of the eighth or the top of the eighth, kind of brought the Angels back to within one, but. That was it. I mean, seven to six was the final here. They dropped that one to the Mariners. Tough one because it's one of those games where they kept coming back. Just you would just, think, yeah, that um, with the production they got again, they had Mike Trout going two home runs. You had uh, Fletcher and Stassi hitting home runs themselves. You would think that that would have been enough for them to, um, you know, really kind of put this game away. But again, um, bullpen. Um, having poor, uh, having a little trouble here and there. You had Noe Ramirez getting with three runs during the game. You had Matt Andres, who we thought was going to be the starter for Saturday, uh, coming and pitch three innings. He gave up a run, and then also uh, Butcher also gave up a run. So, um, yeah, it, it's frustrating. You, you get that much offensive production, and now we're in kind of an offensive funk. And when we did have offense, uh, you can't get a win out of it. No. So they dropped that one seven to six. And now let's get into Thursday's game against the Mariners again. You've talked about it, Dylan Bundy. I mean, what a game. Complete game. No walks, 10 strikeouts. Um, gave up the one run. Great pitching by Dylan Bundy. Early, the Angels, Otani gave the Angels an early one nothing lead with a solo shot in the second inning. Then in the fourth, the Angels would take a three, uh, or take a, or at three, making it 4 nothing. The only mistake Bundy made was that pitch to Vogelbach. And that was it because yeah, he just sailed. I mean, he was in command the whole right. game. Um, first complete game since 2018 yeah. by the Angels, Andrew Haney. Um, so, yeah, exactly. Uh, Bundy, uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit on Wednesday about how, how his first two starts have been really good. And you kind of hope that he gets the leash a little bit longer, a little mm-hmm. bit longer. And this time he went for over 100 pitches. He went for uh, 107 pitches. So, um, in a way... Uh, Joe Madden's best move this game was a move that he didn't make at all because mm-hmm. going into the ninth, I think he was already at like either low to mid nineties. So that was a big thing. Was is he going to let him come out for that ninth inning? And and he did, and and it definitely paid off. But um, yeah, a, a start that has probably been one of the best for an Angel in a, in a really long time. Yeah, absolutely, man. He just seems like he's out there throwing. He's just loose. He just looks in command from. The first time we've seen him this season, I, I, I'm really even the game that he lost. It was that one inning where he gave up those three. Right, runs, that so was it. you kind of figure that that's part of mm-hmm. um, bad luck, part of early in the season, probably still trying right. to work on some things. But when you put a a, a game like this uh, together again, you know, Seattle, Seattle, they're not the best team, but they still have some hitters that where um, they can string a couple hits together. Right, you know, and and for him never to get to that point to where he was in serious trouble. Um, kept his pitch count, you know, very manageable. Again, only pitching 107 pitches through nine innings. Is, I think a lot of pitchers will take that. Absolutely. So the Angels won this one 6-1. to one. Let's not let's not forget, though, in this game also, Stassi continues to right. show some one pop. He had a two-run shot. Kind of like what we said, one of the um, upsides this year for the Angels has been um, Stassi and just kind of that whole overall um, – Catching position production with, from the lineup with, with, in the lineup. with Castro. Mm-hmm. You know he has his a home run with I think two RBIs, but he's been you know decent behind the play. Definitely um, probably in the better half of the of the team so far. Absolutely. So Angels pick up the win there, uh, picking up the series. Well, yeah, which in was Seattle. great. Like, and, and when we talked about it on Wednesday, we said we felt coming into this week, you had to take two or three from from 
uh, Seattle and then two or three from Texas. Mm-hmm. And obviously, uh, one of those things happened, but you know, but yeah, two or three, your first series win of the season. And you kind of felt like you had a little bit of momentum going. Yeah. So let's talk about Friday again. Now this is they're in, in, in Arlington. They started the series in Arlington. Griffin Canning got the start. Unfortunately, a tough one for Canning. He had command issues. Canning went three and two thirds. He gave up three hits, one earned run, six walks, and four Ks. Um, however, in this one, it didn't stop the uh, didn't stop Mike Trout from getting the Angels on board. He had a two run shot to give the Angels a, a, a early lead on his birthday. Not the first time he homers right. on his birthday. I think he's done it five more times. Yeah, before that, was that. A, that was the very first inning. Uh, his very first at bat was was pretty cool, and they got up two zero in that first inning. Yeah, and then in the fourth, the Rangers would eventually take a forty three lead. It all kind of fell apart when Lacella made that error, which right. should have been a ending ending double play. play. Yeah. Um, you know, for for I don't know how much this you kind of see it a little bit during this this uh, series, but the stadium has turf. Yeah, it doesn't have natural grass. Difficult turf. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it was you know you see later on in this series like Fletcher get an error and this kind of guy's having trouble handling um, certain ground balls, but you know I don't know if that's that's what happened here, but. Yeah, that error was definitely something that you would like to have back. You would have got him out of that inning. And obviously, when you look at Canning's line, you see that because he's only given up three hits and and one earned run. But you have four total runs left on his line because of the um, the error by Lestella. That obviously, when you something like that, you kind of let the the the, uh, the floodgates open and yeah. score three more runs. Yeah, that. That double play led to a couple of honor runs. The game would eventually end that way. Four to three was the final score. And again, you just you have to go look back to that inning where if that double play ends, you just it doesn't happen. So Canning did walk six guys, which is bad. Right. But overall, I don't think he pitched terrible. It was just no, it was that. And, and even and even too further along, you look at the bullpen's number. The bullpen who has been struggling quite you know quite a bit this year. They went four and a third, and they only gave up two hits with four strikeouts, no earned runs. So, you know, it's just kind of one of those things when things are working great, it doesn't seem like it's working great for everybody. It's like, okay, the pitching is on, but now we can't score any offense. The offense is scoring seven runs, but yet we're still giving up eight runs. So, you know, it seems like besides the Bundy complete game, that seemed to be the only game so far this year where all kind of the components of the of the team yeah everything have been kind working. of clicked yeah yeah this one I think the pitching did a great job it's just the fielding and, and Angels have been known for a long time especially during the Social era mm-hmm. of, of really a really really good defensive team and it's just it bit them this one time and it's just yeah. one ball one misplay can cost a game and then the wow. situation that's exactly what happened at one point I think. In yesterday's game, they mentioned that the Angels had made five errors in seven innings. I don't know when the streak ended, but that's way too many oh, errors. Oh, yeah, for, for any team, let alone, you know, a major league team. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, they lose this one 4-3, to three, drop the opener to the Rangers. Heading into yesterday's game, we talked about it. Patrick Sandoval yesterday, I thought, pitched well. He did get into some deep counts, but he went six innings, four uh, hits, two in runs, one walk, four strikeouts. Sandoval pitched good. Uh, for going first time in his career going six innings, so that's a career high for him, which is great. I like the progression of this, right? You know, constantly being able to go out there and 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 go deeper and pitch better every time out is something that a guy like Sandoval, a young guy, needs to needs to do every time he goes out there. Progression, progression on the positive side. Um, however, the Angels bats did not show up in this one. Only mistake um, pitching for for Patrick Sandoval was that in that sixth inning. Um, Joey Gallo got him, man. Angel killer. Mm-hmm. 
Angel yeah, killer. Two run home run again. The only kind of blemish on his line for the whole day again. Like you said, six innings, four hits, two runs, only one walk. So you know, obviously, with anything with these pitchers going on right now, anytime you get your walks limited like that, you'll take it four strikeouts. And like you mentioned, the one home run with from Joey Gallo. And again, the, the bullpen comes in Middleton and Pena each pitch, a, pitch a inning zeros across the board, no hits, no runs, no strikeouts, no walks, nothing. And, and, and so that's good. But again, it's just for whatever reason, you know, uh, you only get four hits, and two of them are from Albert. That just means there's a lot of something, something's going yeah, wrong. That means there's a lot of production that's left out on the table, yeah. and and some yep. of it can be the lineup. You know, you had Ward in the outfield with with uh, Adele and, and Trout, um, Otani and Rendon have been struggling mm-hmm. tremendously. Um, you know, it's just and we kind of mentioned it a little bit, like texting back and forth. There's not really, you know, once you get past Trout, there's not anybody in this lineup that scares you right now no on paper you look at the lineup and you're like yeah this should be a lineup that should strike fear in some pitchers but right now it's really not which is crazy because we were talking about in the last podcast the offense is fine the offense will be fine but nine it's, streaky. Last, it's, no. it's being really streaky and that's yeah. not a good thing in a, in a 60 game season yeah especially with you know you mentioned i mean rendon is just struggling he's oh for oh for in his last two series right, right. Now. as of right now he, he went over in seattle and then right now he's over in in texas and then the seventh inning right now so he might get one more at bat um and and if you know if doesn't get another hit, then yeah, he's going to be over for two series. And for a guy that was supposed to come in and help with runners in scoring position, or just help get extra base hits, or just something like that, it just it it's kind of slowed everything down. Absolutely. So the Angels lost yesterday's game two to nothing. It ended on that Gallo home run, and that was all they needed. Gallo seems to kill us all the time. They replayed that home run he hit against Garrett Richards a few years ago, four hundred and ninety foot home run like in Anaheim, all the way up the batter's yeah. eye. Yeah. Fletcher uh, just doubles Double. right now. but uh, So let's talk a little bit. Again, this game's not over. We're recording on Sunday as we're speaking to you guys right now. This game started with Andrew Heaney on the hill going three and two-thirds, giving up eight hits, five runs, four Ks. It was weird because through three, Daniel and I were like, he's only like at 32 pitches. He should be fine. And then it just blew up for him. Yeah, and if you remember his last start, we're saying, hey, you know, he didn't have his best stuff, but he worked through it. He got the win. Um that's something you want to see from from a mature kind of front line, maybe not an ace type pitcher, but like a one or a two. Like mm-hmm. when your stuff isn't working, you're able to kind of ground grind out a win. And then for this game, like you mentioned, you never would have thought the first couple innings he was looking way better than he did that game. You thought, oh, okay, yeah. cool, we're gonna have a pitching duel between him and Lance Lynn again, a guy who um, a little bigger than I remember, but pitching, boy. P- pitching, pitching great. So. Um, but yeah, that that what was it? The fourth inning just kind of all unraveled yeah, just, for him. Uh, just it just again, and there was a lot of uh, there was a couple of bats there where he was ahead 0-2 or he was ahead in the count one two, and then just got too cute, couldn't finish. You mentioned it. he said he just can't finish guys off. I think right. he just doesn't. I I don't know. It's been an mo for him where he can't get a guy out. Guy gets on and kind of just piles up, and that's what happened here. He just couldn't get past that inning. Um, hits, singles. You, like you said, you said it well. Death by paper cut. Single yeah. here, single there. A double yeah. here, a walk yeah, he, here. Yeah, he, he, he didn't give like a roll, a, a home run or nothing like mm. that. It was just guys just finding holes. Exactly, and then too, you know, it's just it just seemed there was a time in that uh, at bat where he he missed. Well, not he missed, but like the umpire missed a strike. Right, and it just kind of seems like okay now instead of because it was like uh, one two count. Now it's two two, and now. He tries a little bit harder, and he ends up walking the guy or giving up a hit. And it just seems like 
if he doesn't get a call, he kind of sh- he kind of presses a little bit. And right. I think, you know, you're not going to get all the calls. I think the umpires this year have been really bad. But that's oh, kind of yeah. but that's just you're going to have to deal with it because they're bad everywhere. And I think you know it's not going to get any better. So. Yeah, it was just it sucked to see him struggle so much when he had such a good start to the game. Absolutely, and then in this one, you know, Lestella finally kind of got off the schneid, hitting a two-run shot, kind of bringing the Angels within, you know, two or three runs, and then in the very next inning, a fly ball, routine fly ball to right field. Adele just kind of gets turned around a little bit, catches a ball low, and it just kind of bounced out over his glove. I I posted it on my Facebook, Joe Canseco Adele. Um, didn't hit his head, but it bounced over. Um, we mentioned it, dude. Since day one, since a minute Joe Adele stepped on the field in his major league debut, he looks shaky in his routes out there in the outfield. He just looks overmatched right now, even at the plate. Yeah. He's just pressing a little bit. He's a young guy, but it's just crazy. I, I don't want to say I told you so, but this kid's young. He's going to have growing pains, and he's going to learn on the job. And I, I, just, I just feel like a lot of Angels fans were expecting him to be right off the bat great, and that's just not going to happen. It's just showing right now. But it, well, I'm not saying it's going to last, but – we got to deal with these growing pains right now. Yeah, I don't think him being in the lineup is helping the line. Again, when this whole the the Madden or not Madden the the Joe Adele coming up, um, people wanted to see it and and wanted to see him get developed the develop with the major league team, which makes sense. Like, of course, that's good for Joe and necessarily where he can develop with the best guys playing baseball. That makes sense. It helps Joe, but it it it, it almost feels like it made the Angels take a step back because, granted, yeah. Upton isn't a world beater right now, but I still trust him to kind of get out of that slump because he's been there. He's played, you know, so many amount of games. He's, you know, maybe it's a little thing here or there and he needs to tweak and he'll find it with Joe. I just, he's so young. He's, I don't know if he knows yet how to fully kind of um, look at film and be like, you know what? I'm doing this or oh, I'm doing that kind of deal. So, you know, Joe being up helps Joe completely. And maybe, you know, three, four years down the line, we'll see like, wow, that time for with Joe really, really helped out um, up with the majors in 2020. But it doesn't help the Angels at all right now. And I don't think and I was never planning it to help the Angels. No, I think it was just one of those deals where in a regular season, not COVID season like this, where there's minor league baseball being played, Joe Dell's still in the minor leagues right now. Right. And I, and, and I don't even think, you know, he would have been up in AAA Salt Lake where he only played you know handful of games a couple dozen games up yeah, there i believe I, mean, I don't think he played a ton and even then too he was still trying to figure out his way around there so mm-hmm. to have joe kind of almost entirely skip triple a and come straight up to the majors again that helps joe completely I, and i totally under, agree with that but it doesn't help the angels right now with a team that's struggling offensively like you need guys out there that you know like i said upton uh, you know, I, if you tell me to pitch hit Adele or pitch hit Upton, I'm probably gonna want to pitch hit Upton just because yeah. I'm gonna take the veteran over the right. rookie who, the you know, proven there, guy. There's, there's a difference I think between Upton and 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 Adele as far as just approach at the plate. Adele looks very overmatched. Oh yeah, he's getting like, he's, he's getting burnt on a 93 mile per hour power fastball. Like, right, and I think I think with Upton, it's just kind of age where. Oh, he couldn't get his hands around that right. fastball. He's just a little bit slower, well, but but he, you know what I mean. But I mean, I'll make the adjustment. He's yeah. been there. He's been there. Yeah. So like, yeah, exactly. You're you're looking at him to make an adjustment. It's just yeah. it's it's really hard to see a, a Joe struggle and, like that. And then, and a guy like Joe, like Upton can slow the game down. Whereas Adele, the game sped up for him right now. Oh yeah, he can't slow it down right he now. Can't. He can't. So, he, 
you know, and even offensively, and granted, Joe or not Joe uh, Upton kind of has his naysayers about his defense. You know, Joe, this looks also very, and that was his big thing coming up was his defense. Is his defense ready? Mm-hmm. And he still looks overmatched defensively. Upton might not get to a ball because he's a little bit slower, right? But he's still taking the right routes. He's still getting, you know, taking the game there the right way. It's just with Joe. He's going left, right, left, right. Okay, then he's underneath the ball. Just really shaky. Uh, Mike Trout just grounded out with the Angels' possibility of maybe scoring a run there. Unfortunately, uh, that's the way it's been going so far. But, yeah, so with that being said, as we speak right now, we're getting into the eighth inning or bottom of the seventh inning. The Angels are down 6-3 to uh, on Sunday uh, as we're recording right now. They're they're in – they're in Arlington playing, so we're not probably not going to finish this podcast before it's over, but more than likely they're going to lose this game. If, if, if something crazy happens, we'll definitely be talking about it on Wednesday's podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. And uh, it will be something, you know, they'd have to make have a little comeback crazy. here. Yeah. So, um, but we're going to take a quick break. We'll yep. come back, and we will talk about the upcoming series and take some questions. Cool. What's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. There's no shortage of action going on with our partner over at BetOnline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer all have resumed play, and BetOnline has the best odds for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NBA, NFL, UFC live every day for our devoted gamblers and check it out. BetOnline also offers hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. That's BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. No! Those are the screams I used to make when I would cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Manscaped, for turning my loud shrieks here into multiple peaks here. Cream of the crop. 
Man start taking notes because Manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. Oh, yeah. Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce painful nicks and tugs. Yeah, those nicks and tugs are gone. This is their third generation tremor featuring advanced skin safe technology. Oh, yeah. Technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. Yeah, nice and smooth. That's right. And Manscaped Engineering Team obsess over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. They spend 18 months, yeah, 18 months perfecting that great ball hair trimmer ever created. The just released new and improved lawnmower 3.0, yeah, the cream of the crop, yeah, too sweet to be sour, yeah. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The batting year will last you 90 minutes so you can take longer shave. And that water-resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower, too. Oh, yeah, in the shower after that, after that long match, uh-huh, yeah. One of the coolest features is an LED light that illuminates grooming areas for a closer, more precise trimming. So many people have written in stories about the Lawnmower 3.0 and have sent your man here, yeah. Sent them pictures so I could see the smoothness for myself. And I'll tell you something, man, they ain't kidding, they ain't kidding. This is cream of the crop, yeah, oh, God, oh, yeah. You need to try this out for yourself. Get 20% off plus free shipping when you use armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off when you use armchair at manscaped.com, oh, yeah. And we are back, so thanks again to our sponsors. Again, if you guys haven't, uh, you know, want to shout out a couple of the sponsors that don't have a commercial right now, A-Style Clothing. A-Style Clothing at, uh, on Instagram. Check them out at A-Style Clothing. We, do, we had a giveaway a couple, uh, about a week ago, and uh, we got, we're about to deliver the hat, one hat tomorrow. One's already been Piece delivered, so yeah, I know. <laughs> but I talked to the guy, and I told him we would deliver it on Monday, so that'll be headed your way. And then check out at Archangel Pins on Instagram as well. He's got a dope collection of Angel's pins, lapel pins, anywhere from, you know, Tani to Bertram from the Sandlot to Jordan, Gord- Jordan Gordon-Levitt uh, from uh, Angels in the Outfield and, you know, Baby Yoda and, and, and The Mandalorian, Rendon, yeah, uh, Trout, obviously, yeah. Simba, Reggie Jackson on the uh, Naked Gum, so... All right, let's get into uh, a little bit of news here. Uh, actually, the schedule uh, heading into tomorrow. We're we're playing Oakland, and at at um at Angel Stadium. But yeah. Oakland's on a roll right now. They are the hottest they're, team they're in baseball. Playing, yeah, they're playing right now. But they have won eight games coming into Sunday, and with the way the Angels are playing, you know, it's it's going to be really hard for me to sit here and be like, yeah, they are going to get a game here or a game there. I just don't see. Um, exactly where that will be so far going into this series i'm like the only chance we got is the uh dylan bundy game because he's he's been the best pitcher on the angels so far right. and that's if the offense shows up and that's if we're able to score some runs and it depends on who's going for oakland that day yeah. too as well so uh not a lot of confidence in the offense right now obviously you mentioned it rendon is struggling otani is struggling um i i just i don't i can't uh, I don't have the confidence now in that lineup as I did maybe a week ago when we were scoring right. six, seven it, it, runs. It was, it was, it happened so yeah. quick, yeah. so quick. Um, right now, uh, Oakland has eleven. It's eleven four again. This is coming into Sunday. I don't think any games are final yet, but Oakland eleven and four. Houston is six and eight below five hundred, which is kind of a shocker. Texas is five and eight. Angels five and ten, uh, and Seattle five and eleven. So, so. obviously. Um, not what you want. It looks like with a loss from this game and then possibly an Oakland win um, later today. Um, seven games back of the division is not exactly what you're looking for. But I never thought they were a division 
no, competitive I, for a division. Anyway. Me either. The good thing is that they're not far off that second spot and third spot. It's weird, like that second. Yeah, third, so, fourth. so technically, yeah. So for again, if you don't know, the top two from each division are automatically making it to the playoff. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, automatically making it to the playoffs, and so from that second spot in the division behind the Astros, it looks. If I do my math right, it looks like they're a game and a half behind second place. So, so you know, there's always that aspect of it. And with that being said, you're like I. Is there a chance they still make the playoffs? Yeah, but I just I'm not 100 percent comfortable with it. Well, well, we mentioned it, we mentioned it right off the bat before the season started, or right when the season started. You can't get off to a slow start because if you get off to a slow start, that could be your season. So right now, only thing that that we can bank on right now, or the one thing that kind of shines a little light on this darkness, is the fact that we're only a game and a half behind second place. So, yeah, um, yeah I'll leave it at that. Let's get into some questions here on Instagram Live. So first question is. Do you think Goodwin has earned the right to be in the lineup every day? I said it before this season even started that he did. Um, everyone was talking about, oh, Joe Dell, he should be the starting right, right fielder next make, year, blah, make, blah, blah. Make Upton and, make yeah. Upton and uh, Goodwin platoon. No, I think Goodwin earned the spot last year. He earned the, the chance to be the, the, the outfielder this year. I thought he'd be the outfielder going into the season all this year, and then next year would be Joe Adele. So right. now we're seeing the platoon between Adele and Goodwin. But yeah, I mean, I'm not Goodwin up then, but Goodwin for sure, in my opinion, totally earned it last year. Yeah, I think Goodwin is kind of getting the short end of the, sh- on the shaft on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I I want Goodwin in the lineup, even if it's against a lefty. Like, granted, he, you know, it's lefty versus lefty, but he's not terrible. He's against, had some good at bats. Yeah, he's not liners. terrible against lefties, yeah. and with the production you're getting from the other options, you know, Joe and and Upton. Yeah. You know, I, I he should be there every day. I don't understand why. And again, this is kind of going back to the Saturday game. I don't know why you have Ward out there. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I don't know, I why, don't know why Taylor Ward is getting option. as much playing time as he is. Yeah. Like I understand he's versatile. He can play multiple positions. That's fine. Keep him on the bench. Yeah. You know, I, I honestly don't understand why he's getting so many at bats at different positions. I mean, if you look at his line he's at not, his score, he's not doing great. He's not doing much better than no. anyone else. No, he's not. You know, like I said, I'd rather have a guy out there that. Like Upton, that knows what he's doing and can I trust him to kind of at least again not he's not going to make an adjustment and all of a sudden hit three hundred with you know fifteen home runs this season right but I do at some point expect him to make some kind of adjustment and yeah maybe his batting average isn't super high but he's putting up power numbers right with Ward I don't see either either one of those coming no he's to me he's a a guy that you have on the bench that can serve a couple of roles here and there and and we've said it before like what was it two three years ago we had that super hot triple a year should have flipped them there should have flipped them then even if it was for maybe a you know and you see this a lot and it just comes down to scouting maybe they take a chance on a minor league pitcher maybe that pitcher's up now maybe he's doing good we don't know but I think you you, they should have they should have flipped them and they should have done something with him uh back then Question is, what do you think of Callaway, the pitch, uh, uh, pitching coach? His whole thing, uh, his whole thing was attack the zone, and it hasn't really shown. Uh, you can't blame the pitching coach, right? It, it's a pitcher. The pitching coach can tell you what to do. It's but up it's to the, the pitcher to do his job, and, and whole, you cannot blame the pitching coach for and any. And the of whole this. thing too about a pitching coach, like his quote unquote. Um, Philosophy. philosophy was a strike to strike or uh, attack to strike zone. Tell me a pitching coach or a pitcher that says, you know what I'm going to do? Don't gonna, attract. <laughs> don't, don't, I'm not going to pound the strike zone. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to yeah. tickle the edges and, yeah. you know, maybe I'll walk five guys, but yeah. you know, whatever. Like that to me is so PR 101. We're going right. to attack the strike zone right. and, and we're right. going to do this. So, you know, I'm not, 
I don't hate I can't it. Blame, I can't blame him for yeah, any I can't of blame, what's happening. I think what I would love to know is what effect he's had on someone like a Bundy. And if, like, say yeah. Julio Tehran takes the next step, right. what kind of effect does he have on those guys? Hey, maybe your grip on your slider should tweak it this way a little bit to try that. Oh, it works? Okay, great. You know, stuff like that, yeah. I think, is more of the pitching coach's um, job right. more so than, hey, we're throwing strikes and right. we're going to throw strikes a lot. It's like, yeah, that's a great a great idea. But like you said, um, it doesn't always work no. out that way. Also, you, you can't base what's happening – you, I believe in, in in pitching coach's philosophy and what he can do. Like you know what hit impact he has, as far as you know being able to tweak here and there. But that happens within the course of a season. I can't. He hasn't even. This is what? How many games in are we? Yeah, we're. He hasn't even been a season in as a head, yeah. uh, as a coach yet. So right. that that takes time. Like for a pitching coach to develop to develop into a guy that a pitching staff can rely on, it takes more than one season, and especially a season like this year. So I don't blame any of this on Joe, on Callaway. He has nothing to do with it. Right, yeah. And like I said, it, I'm looking more looking forward to Give me the information where, hey, I helped Bundy yeah. with this grip. Right. Now look at him. Mm-hmm. Well, then that's the pitching coach. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, uh, at this level, yeah. At this level, you know, that's all they're there for. Hey, I see that you're doing this. Try this. Yeah, Because exactly. you're not going to teach this guy how to pitch. He already knows right. how to pitch at right. this level. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you guys have guys like Julio Tehran and and, and mm-hmm. Bundy and and Haney, guys who have been around who, you know, obviously have done this for a long time and and they're not. I mean, yeah, they'll probably be open to suggestions, but at the end of the day, they're probably gonna still revert to what they know right. best. But right. you know, I, I'm more interested to see how. And again, this is a long play. Mm-hmm. How the, the kids coming up, the 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 Cannings, the uh, yeah. Suarez is the Jaime's, the Chris Rodriguez. Like, does he get into their head and maybe? change their philosophy a little mm-hmm. bit because then that will that will really i think be the the calling card of the pitching coach with the younger guys because these older guys i think already know or not know but already have a feeling of what they want to do when they go yeah. out there where do you think the angels finish this season based on what you've seen so far i mean it was just based on what i see so far they're not in the playoffs but that right. i mean again where they're only a game and a half out of the second position so it's 2020 yeah. I, I don't really have an answer for that I, I, one. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, from what you've seen so far, again, with Otani and, and Rendon mm-hmm. and just kind of Joe, uh, uh, Joe Adele and all those guys struggling and just the bullpen guys not being super consistent, um, it's really hard to see them in the playoffs right now. Again, like we kind of mentioned a little bit, they're only two and a half games off that second uh, division spot. So, yeah, technically it, it's still obtainable. But, you know, unless something flips quick and, and it's not going to help that, like we said, they have the A's coming up for three in Anaheim off day Thursday. And then they got another three against the Dodgers. Yeah. So you're talking about six games against two division leaders. Um, one was was believed to be a, a good team and the other was believed to be a World Series caliber team mm-hmm. in the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. So. You know what we say now? Can be like, oh yeah, they can make the playoffs. But if they lose five out of six yeah. between those two teams, that can that's going to really really hurt the team. So it it, it kind of sucks. Like you would think, you would hope at least with this, um, with Seattle and Texas that they were able to kind of get some kind of momentum to head into these guys, have some kind of rhythm. And it kind of sucks that it looks like um, any kind of momentum they got from the Seattle series, they kind of taken a step back. Oh, they did. They got about to get swept. So that's going to be our last uh, Instagram question for the day. Again, Sweet. you can always 
Uh, follow us on Instagram at Halo underscore Haven. Um, that's on our Twitter and on our Instagram. And then always, we are taking emails on uh, Wednesday again. We'll be back Wednesday, all three of us, I believe. Mm-hmm. Unless Chris automatically has something pop up uh, an hour before we're right. planning to record like last week. Right. But all three of us again on Wednesday, and you can email us at allangelspodcast at gmail.com. Again, allangelspodcast at gmail.com. And that's going to be a good time, too, because we'll have three games to talk about because all yeah. the Wednesday game against Oakland will be it's like a one o'clock pitch. Right. So, so it'll be so over we'll by be then. done unless they're in like the 15th inning by the right. time we record. But um, we'll have three games there. And then, you know, hopefully we have some good news. We'll see. But um, not looking great. But again, yeah, like I said, email us at allangelspodcast, allangelspodcast at gmail.com. And also uh, subscribe, rate, review the podcast on the iOS, Apple users. Um, help us spread the word. I know people might not want to listen to the angels right now, but, um, you know, hopefully we'll, we can get some things going here and um, get on a little streak. I mean, if the A's can get on eight in a row, maybe the angels can get like on six in a row. We'll see. They're going to have to do something. We're going to have to do something fast. But, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the All Angels Podcast. I am Johnny Banks. I am Dan Garcia. And you listen to another edition of the All Angels Podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.